You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Thank you for joining us for a mindful moment. We're very grateful for our listeners. While most of us feel we're doing pretty well just to survive these days, we want you to thrive. We want to help you tap into your full potential, and that starts with a foundation in mindfulness. Mindfulness improves your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. The key to becoming more mindful is simply practice. We hope this podcast will provide you with knowledge, inspiration, and motivation. You can live a better life and we'll help you discover how along the way. So let's get started. As the year and the decade draw to a close, I thought it might be interesting to reflect back on the past decade and review some of the newsworthy highlights. I was wrong. Bearing in mind that the media focuses much more on negative news than positive, I still couldn't find enough positive news to sound anything more than depressing. So then I thought I'd just reflect on this year. Same problem. I decided to stop looking further before my mood plummeted. It has been a pretty challenging decade which may explain why so many people feel anxious so much of the time. But as I had to remind myself, as I perused one disaster or scandal after another, it is not the news stories causing my decline in mood. It is my judgment of those stories creating my sinking feeling. We always have a choice in how we respond to events around us. Despite the turmoil, tragedies, and corruption occurring around the world, there is hope in these events. As a species, individually and collectively, we don't typically change anything until it has hit rock bottom. So perhaps all of the negative news is a sign that we're close to changing things for the better. When things get broken enough, we take action. So instead of my judging individual events as, quote, bad, I can step back and look at the bigger, longer picture and see these events as simply actions in a process leading to improvements. We are definitely in the midst of massive shift as the digital age begins winding down. But what are we moving towards? It's important to note that shifting between ages is not a quick process, nor does it occur simultaneously around the globe. The industrial age began around 1760 in England and spread across the world in phases. Although it was replaced by the information or digital age in developed countries around the 1970s with the introduction of the personal computer, there are still many third-world countries stuck in the industrial era, dependent on manufacturing as their economic foundation. 
For the rest of us, it has taken about 55 years to approach the end of something called Moore's Law, which predicted that computing power would double every two years. Mr. Moore was very correct, and that rapid changing is what has created our constant need for speed, entertainment, social media platforms, continuously new technological advances and devices, and complete information overload. Traditional computing power has recently slowed down dramatically, however, and marks what will be the end of the digital age, probably within about 10 more years. What is emerging is the next era, currently being referred to as the age of experience. It is predicted to be an age where we seek more human connection and where we move from gathering mass amounts of data to using it to improve our life experiences. Technology is shifting to artificial intelligence, and we can't possibly imagine how this will affect our futures, just as no one could have predicted the impact a personal computer would have on everything in society, from communications, shopping, and knowledge gathering, to major shifts in our social interactions, political processes, and economic strategies. But what is known is that we are again in the midst of a major shift, and change is usually uncomfortable. We wish for the good old days when life was simpler. We're learning fatigued, tired of constantly having to learn new hardware, software, apps, norms, and communication styles. We're bombarded with information that we don't know how to use in a meaningful way. We're wary of governments and corporations, with distrust of those institutions at an all-time high. And we're lonelier as online interactions have replaced so much of what was previously in-person conversations and activities. There are many, many advantages we've gained through technology, from improvements in healthcare to space technology to connecting with people around the world that would have been impossible 50 years ago. We've simply reached saturation at this point, and that's prompting the ship we're starting to feel, even if we haven't recognized it for what it is. Moving into an age of experience means reconnecting with people as well as learning to use the best of technology and information instead of being drowned by it. Companies are shifting toward rebuilding trust with consumers. People are yearning for meaningful connection again instead of just connecting with a screen. I can't predict what governments will do, but I confess I'm less hopeful that they'll keep up, which may make the current political climate a beacon of hope. Perhaps these old, massive, power- and wealth-based institutions will be forced to change their structures and processes to better meet the needs of their people. So back to reflections. Instead of reflecting on the news of the past year, we can each individually reflect on our own past experiences. We can't predict the future, but we can learn from our past. Take a little time to note what went well for you this year. Be grateful and consider how you can do more of that in the new year. Perhaps more importantly, what didn't go so well? What can you learn from what didn't work the way you hoped it would? Instead of making new year resolutions, contemplate intentions you can set each day that will increase your positive experiences and help you reframe any failures you had in 2019 into learning opportunities for 2020. We only learn from failures, so be grateful for those too. And as we continue our progression into the new age of experience, remember that we can't individually stop change because it makes us uncomfortable. 
Acceptance is a key aspect of mindfulness, so accept that artificial intelligence, robots, and who knows what else are coming. Instead of resisting what is happening, accept that it is happening and focus on how you can improve your own life experience by utilizing these advances in technology. As I reflect back on this year, I have much to be grateful for. I'm grateful for you, our listeners. I am so appreciative of my wonderful staff. I'm grateful for my clients. I enjoyed good health, financial success, and meaningful work. But in reflecting on the last 12 months, I can also see mistakes were made. At the top of the list, my personal relationships pretty much fell to the wayside, as I was so busy with work I spent much less time with family and friends than I normally do. That's not a judgment, but simply an observation, which is exactly what makes reflection such a valuable tool. My intentions for the new year will be to continue to build on everything that went great in 2019, but to also make more room for my personal relationships as well. As you reflect on your year, I hope you can look at the events and trends of your year without judgment, but as a neutral observer. Unlike data overload, this information is useful now to improve your experiences in the new year. It's normal for us to feel some anxiety about the future, as we don't like the unknown. We want certainty, but that's a myth. We can't have certainty about anything. So let's instead shift our state of mind toward acceptance of whatever's coming, recognizing that we may not like all of it, but we have the power of choice in deciding what we'll do with it. Sit comfortably straight with feet flat on the floor. Take in a deep breath all the way down to the belly. Exhale through the mouth. Let's switch on our parasympathetic system to increase the feel-good hormone dopamine. In through the nose. And as you exhale, sigh with relief. Fear of the unknown is not a real threat. It's simply a function of our minds causing us to feel unsafe or insecure. It's truly all in our heads. As we breathe in, focus on breathing in calmness. As we breathe out, exhale anxiety. Breathe in serenity. Breathe out tension. Breathe in feelings of safety. Breathe out feelings of danger. Breathe in feelings of security. Breathe out feelings of unease. Continue breathing normally, focusing on how your breath feels as it moves through your body. If thoughts pull you out of focus, simply notice that you were distracted and return your attention to the breath.
return your attention to your surroundings. Notice that right here, right now in this moment, everything is fine. You're safe and secure. Your world is the same as it was five minutes ago. Nothing drastic has changed. Remind yourself of this anytime anxiety bubbles up. All you need to do is breathe. We hope you are experiencing a happy holiday season and sincerely wish you a mindful and successful new year. Are you living to work or working to live? Life offers too many rich opportunities to just survive it. Our intention is to support you in thriving through a life of purpose and meaning. Until next time, remember to be mindful and be sure to subscribe to A Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your other favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode. If you're looking for tools to strengthen your leadership or communication skills or considering a career in coaching, please note that our next Dynamic Coaching Certification Program starts January 11, 2020. You can review the details on the website by clicking on the More tab. And be sure to check out our reading list on the book club page, too. We'll start having conversations about the books on social media soon. Visit our website at work2liveproductions.com. A Mindful Moment is written and hosted by Teresa McKee. The Spanish version is translated and recorded by Paola Tile. Intro music, Retreat, by Jason Farnham. Outro music, Morning Stroll, by Josh Kirsch, Media Right Productions. Meditation music, Clean Soul Calming, by Kevin McLeod. This podcast is produced by Work to Live Productions. Thank you for tuning in.